Hello ladies and gentlemen and welcome back to another episode of your favourite football podcast in the whole entire world. Me and the boys are here, beer in hand, curry on the way and ecstatic because of the fact that it is well and truly, definitely coming home. Boys, how are we feeling? Absolutely beautiful, mate. Yeah, how, how, can you, how can you not be beautiful after the, what happened, lads? Mate, still a little bit emotional. It is emotional. We're still recovering from it. Hasn't sunk in yet, boys. Hasn't sunk in. We literally beat the Germans. I was about to say in their own backyard, but it wasn't at all. No, it's no, 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 backyard, but we'll take it. Mate, it doesn't it, matter where it was. The fact is we beat them. Mate, we literally beat the Germans for the first time in a competitive competition since 1966. This is limbs. We beat the Germans, boys. We Sorry, beat the it. Germans. No England, England just don't beat the Germans. No, well, it, it doesn't no, happen. Apart from the World Cup and the war. Well, yeah, but they were both long times ago. Yeah, I know that's history in it. But we have literally created. I'm, history. I, I, I want to see. I, I, I can't believe it. We've never seen England apart from. I've Brennan, never seen so England beat a major team in like a major tournament. No, not really. Apart I mean, really, Columbia, like, like, to Panama. get to the semi final, Colombia. We then have Panama. Rodriguez. Panama, what we team? Generally Basically, talking about, it, we've never beaten it in our lifetime. We haven't beaten a major. That team was the first big team we beat. In a major what a performance it. as well, boys. Yeah. But we'll get on to that. Yeah. But yeah, we will be getting on to that because for this week's episode, we have a jam-packed episode. Firstly, we will be talking about all things England v Germany. And then in our main section, we will have a full rundown and analysis of the round of 16, finished off with a tiny bit of predictions for the quarterfinals. And then we have our scenarios. And this week, we pick from our team of the week and choose who we believe what players would be what type of managers but without any more further ado let's get into the episode so for this week's section we're obviously sacking off tweet of the week and we're just talking everything england germany for about 10 minutes so Get bored of this. Well, you might How well can leave. you get Don't listen. Don't you listen. Well leave Why the podcast would you? I'd rather not have the listeners. This we've got some rogue listener in Germany. How can you get bored of this? We definitely have. I can talk about all day. I can listen to someone talk about it all day. Even oh, even the German fans have to appreciate that performance, boys. It was it was world class. Boys, we all went in knowing we were going to win, and there was a lot of pessimists out there. I have people at work telling me <coughs> Bartley. I'm a minor pessimist. I'm, a minor I'm not pessimist. I'm not. I'm not a pessimist. My old man really. At two 0 in the ninety first minute, Bartley thought we were going to lose. Well, no, <laughs> no, he was on the floor. Yeah, he couldn't. He couldn't get. He couldn't get. He couldn't get the word out. But honestly, it's just it's a mental thing. We've actually gone to a major tournament and we've actually lived up to expectation for the first time in years and yes maybe we don't play the most attractive football but we're literally grinding out wins every single game can I just say we also scored a huge two goals now and so yeah. and Raheem Sterling that's expensive for England who would have thought it golden boot I do just want to say yeah I mean I granted what, what you said about you know it not being exciting football right I mean obviously that that's true and we had our say before the game on what our selections would have been. And I'm happy to admit myself, I, I said we should have gone with a back four and not been so negative. But I just want to quickly appreciate Gareth Southgate, man. We he, actually need to give he him credit. Got, he got that game. He got that game as tactically spot on as any manager has got a game that I've watched in, honestly, like in my lifetime. He got the tactics absolutely fucking bang on. The first 10 minutes, they were on top. And that was because... 
the wing backs Trippier and Shaw early on weren't going forward, so that the three up front were isolated. We could we couldn't really get out of our half. But literally, about fifteen minutes in, they started going forward, and we completely dominated the game. Rice and Phillips ended up going forward. We were all over, and Maguire was coming out of defence with the ball. It was genuinely the perfect performance. He literally that game went to Southgate script. Sixty minutes. Yeah. We had dominated a majority of it, and then the 60th minute he brought Grealish on, and it was just the impetus we needed. It completely changed the limbs. game. There was limbs in the pubs as soon as you bring Jack Grealish on. It is. It gets the it gets the crowd going when Grealish comes on. But I mean, it, it changed the game, and it was Sterling. By the way, has been incredible. Yeah. First name on the team. I've sheet. literally, I can't lie. I slated him for weeks when this podcast came. Yeah, out. trust. He's well and truly, he shut me up. He is the I first get, name I get on the team slapped team. off my opinions on this podcast. You oh, slapped off Sterling for the first 10 weeks. Mate, mate, it was like I was going after Sterling. So I had a personal agenda against him. But, mate, he's been he is well and truly shut yeah. me up. Yeah, honestly, we he's been, he's been our best player. He's like, been our best player. This is one of the times where literally us as so sofa critics show how little we know in the minds of managers. We're literally out here picking our teams oh, saying, yeah. no, he's wrong. We've watched this game for our love long. The majority of them fucking played the game. They know the tactics. They live and breathe that team and they can see why and they, they see the players, players day in day out but yeah. honestly Gareth Southgate night the man night the man now no, I don't what a manager man now. what a oh, fucking well, manager let's slow down a bit after we not the World Cup mate honestly right he has been continuously slagged off yeah, yeah I agree with that from the end of the 2018 World Cup right he got the little bit of praise I reckon the first game we played back after the World Cup, he has been slagged off. Back Listen, in. we have all had our doubts about Southgate. We have. Phillips and Rice in midfield. At the start of the tournament, we were like, yeah, what the fuck is that? I was questioning What Phillips, the fuck but, is that? I mean... We were all giving it, what the fuck is that? Look at all the attacking players we've got. Greenish is on the bench. Sancho's not bit, had a minute. Granted, still, I think Sancho should be getting minutes. I think Sancho's a great player. Oh, where, but who do you put him in for? Exactly. Yeah. Every stage, single decision that Southgate has made if, if broke, has think. been justified. Has been more than justified. I mean, Harry Kane hasn't had the best tournament. Especially for Harry Kane's but he, not only did he get in the score sheet he was fucking shy against Germany like he man. wasn't shy against Germany <laughs> no, he, wasn't he was so much better than he's been in other games he weren't dropping deep no, I, was, I, was. <laughs> I watched it the next day mate did, that is an outrageous game he was so much better against Germany he has been in no, the whole I'd say he's better against Czech Republic he was actually quite good against Czech Republic mate he didn't drop deep he actually played in this position he was holding the ball up well he was linking play up well he, he got a chance and he took it that header wasn't easy at all it was a great finish it was a great finish chance in the first half to be fair he should have he scored. scored. I, mean, I, 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 mean, I love the England performance. I love this England team, but I don't think Kane is he's yet to find his strength in the tournament. In the tournament, yeah. Even in the game, he didn't play well in that game. Yeah, but he's still. I think. I think every single. We've had this conversation about Ronaldo. Yeah. Yeah. If you get a goal, it doesn't really matter. It wipes off if your bad striker, performance. If, if you get a striker, goal, but Harry Kane didn't have a bad performance. I think he did. He didn't. You're only saying that because of that chance. He no, I'm had. Not. I'm not he at had, all. What did he, he do? Had. What did he actually do? Mate, he was linking he well. Ball? He had he way more of the ball than he, he has done. He had way more of the ball than he has done. Mate, he, I, he was, back up how many touches he had. I don't think he had that many touches. He definitely had a decent number. But even, even st- he might have had more touches in other games. He captained the team as well. For, you forget how much your role captain plays in the dressing room. He's captained the team for like five But mate, even even he might not have had as many touches as he has in other games, but in other games, all of his touches are on the fucking halfway line. It's not we want Harry Kane having touches. Yeah, true. He had way more touches in the final No, he did do a good job of not dropping deep. I thought he played well. I thought he played well, Harry Kane. I thought he was way better. I thought you could see 
at least a glimmer of what Harry Kane has to offer yeah. in that game. No, I would, of course, I would always start Harry Kane because, like, he's yeah. our captain. He's our probably our, if he's our no, four, he's our best player. He's our definitely our best finisher. Yeah, mate. It's, so we have no other option. Maybe yeah. Rashford, but like, yeah, you, you definitely start Kane all day long. Like, you mate, he, he is probably Kane. the one player that you're saying in that squad is absolutely world class. Yeah, it does look that way. Not necessarily. He's our talisman. He's our leader. Mate, I back Kane all the way, and this is me saying it as an Arsenal fan. I mean, obviously, I wanted to say that after every sentence later on in the summer, but you know, it is what it is, isn't it? But, it home, yeah, I think the main thing about that game is like we were so solid at the back. Yeah, we have been all we, tournament. I know we have been all tournament, but then we hadn't played. Are we going all the way team. without conceding the goal? I can genuine maybe 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 now. there we maybe. go there we go no, there we tomorrow, go tomorrow tomorrow I told you Ukraine, it's not Ukraine it's not unthinkable the, we'll be on the phone for it the whole time it, it is, is not unthinkable it's where we get done on the counter or mate, a big mistake something cool, like that against Ukraine we, final, Charlie, mate, like, like literally we're going to pick it up on the final when we beaten whoever doesn't matter who it is 6-0 5-0 ok yeah 6-11 we sound a bit deluded there boys I can't make that boys, <laughs> boys we if are we sound we, deluded now what do we sound like at the start of the listen Euros? we deserve to be we deserve to sound yeah. deluded right now we just beat no, the Germans no, we, we had an unreal game like, it was it's not unreal. it's not even it was, like, it was, even like it was honestly we played an easier team we've played a very good team no, we've made laughing. Tony Cruz retire it was genuinely watching that game yeah, was game like was ge- it was like reading a script from yeah. start to finish yeah. it was genuinely perfect from an England perspective yeah yeah, on, on Southgate Apart from the especially like bringing on yeah as you said like bringing on Grealish an hour in and he made such a difference he was like another he was like, it was almost an out ball as well like yeah. giving it to Grealish he'll run on defence Mate, honestly, it basically think, made both the goals. Again, again, though, we haven't really mentioned like individuals, but how good was every single player on the pitch? Yeah, I thought yeah. Walker had his best game of the tournament by mile. Yeah. I thought Walker, Walker was incredible. Was so good, at just Harry down, Maguire. Down to, like, Harry Maguire again. Angel. Can we just come quickly, back from injury again? Another just appreciation for Harry Maguire. And when we went to the tournament in the friendlies, he had all these pundits: Roy Keane, Rio Ferdinand, going, "Oh, why is he taking him?" If he's not 100% fit, he's not going to be the same player. Harry Maguire has been fucking yeah. unbelievable since he's come back. In the Czech Republic and the Germany game, mate, he was final, outrageous. Final point about a player, Jordan fucking Pickford. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. the like, wall. If he keeps the wall going as he is, is he'll be like, yeah, he'll be the long hair. He realised short back and stomping was not working, so he needed to go for the quiff in it and make... Honestly, yeah, he, he honestly that that hair is actually giving me like yeah. World Cup vibes as well. Actually, oh is. man, yeah, forget Foden's trip. That, the save, the I'm save for sure yeah. if we win the World Cup. The Havertz, the Havertz save was Clock. elite. Oh, it's it's actually, so elite. Good though. The way yeah. he came out and shut it down. Yeah, but that's the other thing as well. Yeah, the whole back for Stones as well had an yeah. incredible. The, oh, the yeah. Werner where he like, he absolutely done Werner they, when they he had two very good chances, and then we we had two very good chances. They came well, we had four really because we took two of our chances but it just came down to like we, we took our chances so well as well like we were so clinical when we needed to be 100%. I don't think we're amazing going forward the whole game like first half but Mate, we, chance, our, we our really strength's good. definitely low in our defence in it but that, that's the thing though like it is unbelievable like look at the look at the names in defence that we have in the whole squad and then look at the attacking names yeah, we have yeah. and like we're, defensively we've been fucking unbelievable so imagine if he could like find that way to get Harry Kane going, get all the, all of these guys. Yeah, on I think the that will come mate, as well. Hayes, mate, Kane's come. too good of a mate, player trust, to go seven games trust, without. Honestly, that trust, that goal could could be the catalyst for Harry Kane. Yeah. 
No, mate, Raheem Sterling is winning one, mate. Yeah. But no, at the end of the day, the final point is it's definitely coming home and also, yeah, Gareth Southgate, we trust. Luke Shaw, what a fucking performance. Like you said, creating both the goals. Honestly, I... Every time we stop talking about a player, I think of another one that was like, oh, he was fucking yeah. incredible. Uh, Rice and We Phillips. haven't even mentioned Rice and Phillips. They, Rice, were, mate, they, they do a job of like four midfielders yeah. Mate, yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Again, third appreciation point of the day. Rice and Phillips, yeah, already in this tournament have scored Croatia and Germany's midfield. Yeah. That is yeah. two high that fucking class midfielders. Yeah. That's a West Ham and a Leeds United player. Yeah. And they yeah, have come yeah. into this Euros and fucking taken it by the scuff of the neck. Been incredible all the tournament. Hundred percent. Well, I think we've more or less summed it up. It is definitely yeah, an emotional moment like, boys, for everyone. Boys, for every England fan. This everywhere. Saturday is going to be unreal. As well. It became more than football at that stage. Outside of yeah, more We're than gonna football. Going to get emotional, boys. <laughs> outside of the outside of the game. What's been actually beautiful to see that the morale in the squad is like incredible. Yeah, oh yeah, it's like World Cup. Even the players, like you I, see, I, I, I who, if you, you could argue like he could be fuming, he's not in the team. Like he, he could be pressing for the team. He's not even in the squad. But like you see the YouTube videos, he's absolutely yeah, loving it. I'm, I'm honestly, he's everywhere. I'm just seeing stuff all over the place. They all love each other. Like I saw a picture earlier of Chill on Greenish like recreated a photo from Luke there on Shaw, the 20 days. Luke Shaw was saying loving like, off he Bukayo wishes, Saka. He was wishes Saka is his son. Yeah, no, he's his son. But you, to be fair, you get that you get that vibe from Saka in it. You yeah. can just tell Saka is a fucking lovely guy. Yeah. Um, the other you got, I, I see one the other day. Grealish was saying Harry Kane's the best pair he's ever played with on and off the pitch. Yeah, you, I said they, they were like playing volleyball with each other in it in the water. Yeah, recreating the unicorn vibes. Yeah. It, it's they're just, all just really it's good, good like, nice guys. They are genuinely strongly bonded, group. and that is kind of rare to see with national teams yeah, because they have so little time together. Yeah. and you know you've got like rivalries all over the place. At too. the end of the day, like the fact that they're putting all their club loyalties and everything aside mate it's great to see and it's literally bringing the whole nation together but I feel like we could talk England to death but at the end of the day we need to order our curry one last thing to say boys bring on Ukraine Bring it's coming home. Fucking bring we'll get to Ukraine. By this time, this podcast comes out. We're in the semi-final. Me, me and Keen ain't saying anything about the Ukraine-Sweden game. Bartley can take that. Do not you worry. Yeah, I'll watch the next day. <laughs> so, in our main section, we're obviously analysing all the round 16. First game with the round 16. Wales versus Denmark in the round 16. That was just fucking jokes, wasn't it? Not only did Denmark get to continue their fairy tale, but also Wales got absolutely spanked. Well Wales just weren't good enough to be fair. They got I don't want to say they got shown up, but Championship team. Championship team. I think team. it's hard to say a championship. You weren't team. saying they were a championship team last week. Yes I like, was. No, they had a, they didn't play well at all. They played well first fifteen minutes, but Bale played Them getting through minutes. the groups was an was an overperformance from them. No, they, yeah, that, it was. that no. loss to Denmark Showed them up. Just that. That's what yeah, should have been happening. They, all they, time, they, they, when the Denmark done went what in, they should have done. No, their head. To be fair, their heads went down after the second goal. Denmark, 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 Denmark showed them levels. Kind of do what they Denmark do showed mean? them levels. Denmark are no, 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 they're class Denmark above. Are, yeah, they were a class above. Denmark are a good team though. Denmark are a good team. Yeah, Denmark are very, very, they were, a very good team. They were fantastic without Paulson as well. Yeah. Who was like their yeah, Goldberg, Goldberg, the fucking yeah. slums they've got. Class. Class. <laughs> 
they've got um, strength and depth, haven't they? Like he, yeah. he is like a, a good striker. He's like thirty. Didn't he go for like thirty million pounds? To- yeah, honestly, yeah. I'm just Fantastic. I'm so happy that they're going through in it and like. You do just want Denmark's uh, Czech Republic. Czech Republic. I would want. You do just want Denmark to do well in it. Like they're just yeah. a filled the team. And yeah, the whole Ericsson story yeah, yeah, is good. Course. But yeah, they are going to have to play England inevitably. So yeah, so we want them to do well. When it gets to the semi final, yeah. fuck Denmark. Imagine <laughs> if we end up playing Czech Republic in the semis. Yeah, that would be great. So it's sweet. And anyway, don't even play that well. Anyway, we'll get on to our second game and that was obviously Italy Austria I thought that was a class game unreal game mate Incredible. Austria underrated very underwhelming the whole tournament and age were completely different what slapped out on mad performance you gotta rate them mate they were about the length of my little toe from winning that game in yeah. normal time it was yeah it was a class performance against arguably one of the standout teams of the tournament so far yeah they Italy Italy were quality in the groups Their didn't even look did like drop no one handed game. a yeah but is that like oh, it's it, it a good yeah, team in it that's Austria, Austria just played very play well true yeah. That, true that. yeah no I don't I'd say second half Austria had a better team like they yeah should, they no they honestly were half. I genuinely think that it kind of shows now Italy didn't play the people in their group they had Switzerland Wales and yeah. Turkey oh, so, Jesus. so they had Wales by Charlie's standards the championship team At Turkey best who are oh, fucking they were awful and Switzerland who to be fair we'll get onto them in a sec but they're a decent team they're not a class they team. didn't perform that Austria well I would say are probably below they're above Wales but below Switzerland I, would, I mean I would agree with yeah that. Switzerland but like they they actually turned up and played well that's the great and it thing shows about that Italy aren't invincible no of course not and that's the great thing about international football it's, it's, it's on the day yeah and I feel like it happens a lot more than like club football, the FA Cup, and that it's on the day. It's more frequent than not. They're not. They're like the, the smaller team turns up and like makes a shock. This is what is getting me excited about England boys. What do you mean? Like I know this is England's game, game, but mate, <laughs> we have been by far the most consistent team so far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, everyone, so. everyone else in the tournament. I thought we've had our performance. Admittedly, because yeah. we didn't admittedly, get well in the group. Yeah, admittedly, Scotland was awful. Admittedly. And, you know, we drew against probably the worst side in the competition outside of Turkey. I think we did play well in the Croatia game. The Czech Republic game was obviously a 1-0 win. And, you know, the whole group stage, we weren't like, oh, my God, England. I mean, we were because we're England fans. But yeah. it wasn't like, when you actually look at it, it wasn't no, like, oh, my God, England have well, been yeah. unbelievable. But it was just like we did what we needed to do. You know, we we went there, we got the job done. Italy putting on all this glamour in the groups, winning all their games 3-0 gets to the big boy stages against Austria and they done, they done their best to bottle it. I love how every time we get onto a team we always end up talking about, about England. We always BBC end up do it. About if it's good enough for BBC it's good enough for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Mate. But yeah, no, I think I don't really think that was good. Chiesa I thought was class. He was quite Berard, Berardi, yeah. Berardi has been playing really well yeah, but yeah. Chiesa in that position. I Chiesa personally thought they were going to be starting Chiesa. But I mean, he came. Berardi has had a very good tournament. I think I think it would be harsh. It would be harsh to drop him, but at the same time, it would be harsh not to play Chiesa. So I think they've got a bit of a selection headache against Belgium. I do, and uh, that's going to be a fucking incredible game. We'll we'll get onto that. We'll get onto that. So we'll go into our second, our second round of sixteen games. So we obviously had Czech Republic beating the Netherlands two 0 I mean, mate, what a stupid handball that was from Delitz. 
Yeah, I, I don't mean, think but, was, I think it was quite slight. If VAR wasn't a thing, I think that would have gone. The other noticed. thing is as well, like I do feel a little bit sorry for him because it, it it's just like in the moment, like it's instant. I mean, it looks horrific. He meant to do it. it look, oh, yeah, but, saying, but, but, it's but it looks horrific when like you know you're it's watching it on down. TV and they're giving you like the slowest motion you can, yeah. and like he's like clumsy, he's like falling over all over the shop, and then he like pushes the ball back. But it is instant. You know what I mean? Like he's lost his foot in. He's slipping, Schick is clean through, and he's just like in the moment, just knocked it back. And you're right, Barley, it was sly. The ref booked him. The ref didn't even like the ref didn't send him off. So without VAR, he would have gotten away with that. Um, like you know, about a year ago. But yeah, it's just it's gonna take players time to adapt to VAR. And will they ever? Because it is just instinct, it was, isn't it? It was you know kind of a mean? tactical yeah. foul, wasn't it? Like, I mean, without VAR, them, they would have said like, the oh, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't a tactical foul, but he got the red card in order to prevent scoring a goal, didn't he? Yeah. And that's so what people do, you bring foul. someone down. Yeah, but I mean, I mean, yeah, obviously the he red card... He would have been clean through on goal. It's yeah. like Suarez, like, handballing it against that, Garner. That, that works. That's... No, it's different, because he, like, meant every single second of that. Yeah. So did the lit. Like, but, are you but, telling me the lit didn't like, no, mean to but no, but I think what he's saying ball. is... Delitz was like Delitz could have defended a, that, but he slipped and it just happened. It was a reflex. Yeah, yeah. Suarez, Suarez fully intent. Suarez nah. basically. I would argue. I would argue. Suarez is more Australian reflex. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, obviously to protect his face. No, I think Suarez. No, it wasn't. It was so far. No, the Suarez thing. If if he could have headed it, he would have. He went into that moment thinking, if it's at me, I'm going to header it or clear it with my body, whatever. But if it's not at me, I'm I'm punching this away with my hand. Yeah, like, he had the full intent. You got to take the red card. He had the full intent of before it happened, handballing it. Yeah. Whereas Delit obviously didn't. Delit slipped, yeah. got himself into trouble, and then just done it out of instinct, pure yeah. instinct. There was no thought of, oh, like I'm gonna handball this because I was gonna be clean through. It was just like shit. Like oh my god, I'm slipping. He's through. Bang. Oh no, what have I done? Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, no, like, it's instinct. Yeah, hundred percent. I think, but I mean, you can't take away from Czech Republic though. But yeah, I mean, they were, they were dominating before. I think we, we didn't watch it, innit? but I mean, after the but after the red card, they like really took it to them. Yeah, they were yeah. on the front foot. I mean, you see it. You see quite often when teams go down to ten men. I mean, obviously it's kind of different in knockout competition, I suppose. And Netherlands are the better team, but you see it often. Teams go compact and they're hard to break down. And sometimes teams don't do that well against ten men. Yeah, but I think yeah, Czech Republic. You do have to give them credit. They're outstanding. Again, Schick has been unbelievable tournament as well. Yeah, could could win the Golden Boot he definitely if, um, could. I if they beat Denmark. He's got fantastic. But the thing is, watch when this comes back to find me in like four years. But I generally think he's the kind of tournament striker. He's won. He has one sick tournament, and everyone remembers that he's sick for that tournament. But he's really not that great a striker. Mate, he looks the real oh, deal. Mate, like, I've only seen him in three games, but like in every game, he, he's compared. He can he can definitely like shoot in it. Like he's a great yeah. finisher. He and doesn't like play at low level. He plays for Leverkusen. He's, he's, he's a European. Yeah. He's a European striker. Yeah, so you I'm, know what I mean. He's I'm no. Not bum. Saying, I'm not saying he's kind of like a mid-table Premier League striker or anything like that. But I just don't think he's ever gonna be remembered well, yeah. as one of the best ever strikers. No, of course, no, not, yeah. no, of course. no it's not like an Mbappe. Like, but could could he make it at somewhere like you know like I don't know like if like, if, 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 like if Harry Kane or... if Harry Kane left Spurs. Chick and Spurs would that Spurs, work? I, Mate, I feel like I, I feel like that's the kind that's of signing. I feel like that's the kind of level that would test him. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I mean, mean obviously good, it could. He's, he's, could, he's, 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 he's a good Europa League striker, definitely. Yeah, yeah, he's already played Champions League as well. Yeah, he's so. yeah. 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 
Uh, but but honestly, I'm so happy Czech Republic has gone through, and it's an easier run for us because we've already been unbelievable. Yeah, unbelievable. Then, Holland were the one team we were worried about, that. and yeah. um, boom, just like that, the lip falling over, gone. Wales and Holland were the only teams. Wales just because of a rivalry. No, I would have loved the Wales semi-final. Yeah, that would have been mate, great. Mate, we would have smashed Wales. Wales would probably be Championship Wales. team, boys. They were never making the semis. And then on to our fourth game, we have Belgium-Portugal, mate. Portugal have just been so underwhelming. But you know what? That game was so frustrating. It was so frustrating because it looked like they just didn't try and in the last 10 minutes yeah. they were like unbelievable. No, I was, to be fair, it was like half, half hour, in it? I wouldn't. I don't think I it was think that it was like 20, 10, 20 minutes. No, it's like mate, have you minutes. seen? Have you seen the shots? I know shots don't really matter, but like, uh, Portugal had twenty shots and Belgium had three shots for the whole game. Mate, they probably had eighteen of them in the last fifteen minutes. So. But at the, at the end of the day, it's like it's what you convert in it. I know but it's what mate, you convert. I, mean, I know, but honestly, they dominated the last half, and Belgium went the boring and half went blanks off. Don't they had, baby. I know, I know, I know. But <laughs> it's got to be just made that up. <laughs> that is that is actually a tough analogy, but um, no, mate. Portugal, Belgium were really poor that game. Portugal were the masters of their it. own downfall. Yeah, no, I understand, but Belgium were really, really poor. I, Portugal I, I weren't good enough all tournament. They weren't good enough all to tournament. Pull, so if De Bruyne's fit for Italy, I mean, De Bruyne can do nah, anything. But if, he he's, fit, if he's only half fit, he's starting. They could have real trouble against Italy. Mate, if Italy on form, they'll get done. Like Belgium would not all that against Belgium. Have looked like a different team with the Bruyne. Right yeah, completely different. Yeah. Like, who did he come on against? Denmark. Denmark. They were yeah, awful. They yeah. were. Dr- I mean, they obviously they smashed Russia to pieces. Yeah. But like that was Russia, and Russia were fucking terrible in that game. Then against Denmark, Denmark would have better team for the majority and then De Bruyne come on and just change the game but that's the, like he, he is he is that do you know who's really impressed me who scored the only goal in that game I thought Suchet Thorgan was better than Hazard I think he's been class he's in the fantasy I, team boys yeah, <laughs> I he, he's, he's been, been good class. he's scored he's, a great the, goal honestly so that he's, he's got two players he's a good he is hey, a good he is a good player Thorgan Hazard He's playing at Dortmund and he's playing to a good level. He just will forever yeah, be was... overlooked because his brother is Eden. Yeah. But he's playing better than his brother. He's got yeah, more yeah, but, but, Eden's only half but, but Hazard is like Hazard Eden, is Eden Hazard is Eden Hazard, isn't it? You know what I mean? The guy yeah, got yeah, the most around Madrid. He like was tearing the Premier League up for che- with Chelsea for years. So yeah. he's always it's always going to be our oh, Hazard Eden Hazard Eden Hazard. Because what he's done, like he's yeah. He's, oh yeah, no, he's his brother's he brother's at the same time, I think I, f- I almost feel like that kind of benefits Forgan Hazard because he there's less pressure, pressure on him. Yeah, yeah. he's so, just assumed to be the younger brother of well, probably not now, but one of the best players in the world. Mm. But no, yeah, he's again, he's a quality player. Forgan Hazard, he is, he is class. But like, I think Belgium, there was a lot of question marks over them, but I. Some of the stuff they play, especially when De Bruyne's in the team. Some but, but it's all, through, things, it's all one, through De Bruyne. One, I do still think they're beatable with De Bruyne. Oh yeah, 100%. 100%. And without, they're definitely beatable. Without De Bruyne, I think they... they got, I they're think, very shallow. They're, their squad is very... They've got a very good score starting 11. And that's about it. Yeah. Again, we've said this a lot. To be fair, it's actually not... It's been pretty fucking good during the tournament, actually. Yeah. But Belgium's defence is going to be their downfall, I think. Yeah. I mean, Thomas Vermaalen started against Portugal. They got the against Denmark. Thomas Vermaalen was so well against anyway. Portugal. But, mate, it's Thomas Vermaalen. Oh, he did, but, like... Mate, players... You know what I mean? He's a professional footballer playing at the Euro. He's going to have games in him. Yeah. But is he going to do it for a whole tournament? I don't think so. Yeah. I think Belgium's... Especially... And if if and yeah, that's the other thing as well. That back three they paid, old Wirald, Vertonghen and Vermaelen are all old. 
Yeah. And the two replacements are Boyata and Denier. Denier has been fucking he awful, awful every time yeah. he's played. Yeah. And Boyata is hardly Maldini, is he? Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? So, I, I, I honestly, I think Belgium are very beatable. I definitely And I think that. Italy, as predicted at the start, which Bartley tried to deny, deny beat I think Italy will beat Belgium yeah, in the, the, the next round. But we'll get on to that again. Well, we'll have to see. So, we then have the day of football that was just mental. Yeah, so, we have Croatia day, v Spain. Man. What a fucking this, day. The Euros, yeah, this Euros, Euros deserve this day. Yeah, yeah. Because this Euros has been incredible. No, and this no, is the day no, that this just is the like, day that sent it to a new show. Yeah. Like literally, what was it? Ninety eighty fifth minute, Croatia were three one down. Were they leading the game? They were leading the game, or they they were one one But yeah, and then they were able to bring it back to three three. And then to be fair, Spain showed class for the first time right. in the tournament. But mate, what a game! Like, Not gonna lie, I didn't see it. Did yeah, we were playing golf. But saw the first half hour. I watched. I watched. I watched them. Moving on. <laughs> no, to be fair, I see. I was looking at the updates when it went because I saw it go three two. So I was keeping an eye on the updates, and obviously it was a ninety. Was it a ninety fifth minute equaliser? I'm pretty sure it was. Yeah, it might be. It was a late, late equaliser to send it to extra time. That was incredible, and I watched extra oh, yeah, time. Scored two goals in three, and uh, two goals extra in five minutes, time, even extra time itself was incredible. Like it was such an open extra time. Oh, what about Unai Simon's own goal in that game? By the way, oh, it mate, was genuinely. It was. It touched, it touched his foot. It touched his I foot. I thought it went down to Pedro. No, it did. No, but it, it doesn't matter really. Like, mate, these things happen, but like but, mate, the fact that happened then is a bit peak. At that level, it doesn't happen. Yeah. You cannot. You simply cannot do that at this level. Yeah, yeah, I know what you mean. But it does. Like it does happen. Not that bad. When was the last time you see that? No point, that's what I'm saying. There's no point like analysing. Oh it. wait, no. Who was it? Gibraltar. Gibra- 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 no, he like, punched it. In. Yeah, yeah, but he got the he got past the ball. Yeah. And just let As it in. As a professional footballer, you don't let that happen. That is just yeah, honestly, that is appalling Spain but, Spain at points actually impressed me in that game but no yeah anyway yeah yeah the, the, nice, he, wait, first, sorry sorry, sorry. The, I only watched the first the 35 minutes but Spain were all over Croatia like they yeah. were by far the better team and it's not even like you know when Spain get a bit annoying when they're like ticky tacker but they're not like breaking any like yeah. midfield down or midfield they're trying to pass down. it in but, but no it's not even that they're, they're not just passing around the back four midfield back four they're just like five yard pass left and centre they are actually quite incisive with their passing I think a big part of that was Busquets coming back into the team he, yeah. he set up Koke like 20 minutes in like a complete but, yeah. one-on-one he, and then they were so much more incisive I think that was the game, the game that made Spain like a real contender to actually do well. He's yeah. a he's a class act Busquets though, isn't it? He's just one of those yeah. like you know what I mean. He's done it for years oh, at Barca, awesome. just like dictate a game, just play it, sit in front of the back four, like what Perlo used to do when he was old. Players like that, Xavi, yeah. and he, I mean obviously he played with Xavi and Deep Iniesta. Deep line playmaker, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> football manager, yeah, yeah. deep line playmaker. Yeah, like you know what I mean. Like he just sits in front of the back four, gets it, and just like sets attacks away. Such an underrated player. He's he he's quality. He's he was part. He's rated. He was part of <laughs> that that Barcelona team. Quality, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, but he was always he's always been part of the Barcelona team, but he's just kind of always been there. Yeah, he's not seen as like a. He's not seen as like Michael Carrick. He's not seen the same level as Michael. Michael Carrick was massively like underrated in that Man United team, but he was like. Underrated he's because so he was nowhere near the level of Busquets. Yeah, Busquets yeah. is seen like Busquets is quality. Like, there's no two ways about it. But I see what you mean because he's in the same midfield as like Xavi and yes, yeah, he yeah, was yeah, he yeah. was like and Busquets sort of thing. He was always the third one listed, but yeah, but like, like he's probably the best like, defensive that, that, midfielder. 
in our generation. Yeah, yeah. Of, yeah, yeah, 100%. But no, yeah, the other thing with Spain as well is like, I mean, well, we were talking about the consistency earlier. Um, Spain, fucking, the first two games, the game against Sweden, they looked like they could have played for like six days and not, not made a chance. Yeah. They were like terrible in the final third. Same against Poland. I mean, they scored, but they were terrible. They looked, they looked like they lacked any creativity in the final yeah. third again. Then Slovakia, they scored five goals. Then they come out against Croatia and scored five goals. Like, where did that come from? They scored 12 goals in the tournament now. Yeah, they scored 10 goals in two games after like being abysmal in the final third for the first yeah. two games. So, yeah, they I mean... Play more, they play more pace and intensity. I don't know if they can... If they can they've changed. Mate, I said it to one of my mates when they drew 0-0 in their first game. I said, watch Spain win the Euros. Watch them. I mean, they won't do. It's coming up. <laughs> But, like, they're just the kind of team. That, that, I, can't, I can't see the game. But against Croatia, that is how Ticket Sack was supposed to be played. It was so incisive. It was like cutting in. Like, the wingers were cutting inside so well as well. That was like causing problems to defence. Yeah, 100%. They're scoring five goals in games. Like, you can still see Morata and Moreno are very, very wasteful. Yeah. Like, they do waste chances. I think Moreno is better at the two. Oh yeah, but I mean he's been waste. Are they? Has he scored a goal? I think he might no, have scored against Morata. Well, I don't know about Morata himself, but in this tournament he's been very wasteful. Oh mate, I don't understand but, um, why you just. We talked about this what a finish game, though. What a fi- just on Morata. Oh, I mean yeah, he's been yeah. wasteful. But the, what? Oh, what, what goal was time. it? Yeah, yeah. Like the like What finish? He's but, not. Um, he's not an out and out number nine goal scorer, but. He but must that's bring what something he, that's what else. He's yeah, supposed to be. I don't know. Is well, why do you keep playing him if he's not scoring? Honestly. I mean, it, it must be like, he must just work his absolute fucking ass off in training. I don't know. It, I don't know. There must be something we're not seeing. Because, I mean... Coaches like, keep signing him and they keep Yeah, I mean, him, like, they're sticking with him in Spain. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah. But, I mean, Enrique is just like... The geezer, you he never know... What, you never know... Barca. But you, Yeah, but, mate, I could have won the treble with that Barca team. Fuck me. Enrique, like that, they they have got a great front three, and I wouldn't start Morata for a single game. And Morata is the only guy that he started in yeah. every single game. It just doesn't make sense to me. But having said that, neither of Gareth Southgate's selections. We've already and, talked about how we know le- exactly. way less than managers. So yeah, I but, mean, yeah, I think bottom line is Spain can be a threat, but yeah. they will they take England. But I, I don't we think can, I don't think Spain. I don't think Spain will beat either of Italy or Belgium in the semi-final. I think the especially Italy. I think Spain have got. I don't think. Both, I fair. don't think Spain like have. It's a one-on game. If it's they like go through, game. if they go through. Well, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, they've sco- they did score five goals against Slovakia and Croatia, but they're hardly like the fucking most notoriously great defensive yeah. sides. If they come up against Italy, I think Italy will just be too defensively sound for them. And if Spain do get a chance, they're going to have to be clinical, which is one thing they haven't been with Morata and Moreno. I just are they are they that sound defensively? Have they been tested? They conceded three times to a Croatia team that England kept a clean sheet against. Yeah. I mean, granted, England's defense has been very very oh, solid. solid. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I just I don't I don't know. Well, I don't think Spain well, have well, enough to. Okay. But here's here's a game that I've been wanting to get onto. This is the big one. France Switzerland, mate. Another one where the team was up three one. Was it in the 80th minute? Gets brought back yeah. to three three, and then the penalty shootout, Switzerland winning. Everyone in France is fuming. Rabiot's mum is going off on one, <laughs> but oh boys. But what were we saying about right, this? I have two things to say. One, right? 
that this combat wasn't just against anyone. This was against the world champions. Yeah. This this was at, this was special from Switzerland. This was genuinely special. The other thing I, I, I wanted to say, I forgot, but I will remember in a minute. Sorry to Granit Xhaka. No, what I well no, I Granit Xhaka is a terrible player. I'm not. He's I'm not, not a terrible know. player. But yeah, no. That, that, yeah, my third player, one is yeah. I was just gonna say, Kian, what do you make about Granit Xhaka's performance? Because he has never, ever, ever put in a performance even close to that in an Arsenal shirt. I don't think he's ever put in a performance that good in an Arsenal shirt, but he has shown he was when he's played incredible the season next to Thomas Partey. He has played well. Like him and Thomas. Isn't Partey, he leaving in the season? Um, he might be going to, to be fair, he's looking like he's going to go. To I on, no, I didn't. I think oh, someone, out. someone else um, is interested. Maybe Juventus or someone like that. Yeah, someone like that. Yeah, so someone no, else is interested. Is, is it? Yeah. I don't know, but yeah. Um, what just pure? I mean, honestly, I think I, I think <laughs> that performance might be the best thing that's ever happened to Arsenal because yeah, it it, it drives his price up. Someone else has jumped in now as well, which means that that's going to drive his price up as well. It's going to be a bit more. And let's face facts, Granit Xhaka is not a good football player. I think he does show glimpses of that. I feel like... I don't. Mate, I he, like for, for, for every, for every good thing he does, France, for every good thing he does, he does 20 bad things. Like, I don't, I don't honestly, like I don't the amount of times... He can do that against France in a, a, a Switzerland team that is far but this worse is, than France. This is, is why not make him a good player? This is yeah. why I asked Kim. I mean, if Kim was a real Arsenal fan, not a Palace fan, then he might have Fuck had him. more to say on it. But I've spoken to this with, with my brother because my brother's a big Arsenal fan. And he, like, said, like, basically what I just said about it being the best thing to have for Arsenal because it's driving the price up. You need to cash in on that man. He's a cancer to Arsenal. The amount of times I've watched Arsenal play football and he would just play passes that go out of play... Play strikers clean through. Mate, he what, does it time and time and time again. Saying, he's genuinely I've seen, a bad football player. What I've seen when he's been out of this Arsenal team this season, Arsenal have severely suffered, and he has shown glimpses of what he can do in an Arsenal shirt. Does he do it in regularly enough? Does he do it every um, week in week out? Probably not. If we sell Is him, will I be a bit disappointed, especially of how he played against France? Yes, I will, probably. I will, if, I, if I was an Arsenal fan, I would be singing from the fucking rooftops. Mate, he doesn't play well enough. He is, he he is not a good player. That's what I'm saying. If he, doesn't, if, he, if he leaves, then oh well. Don't get, yeah. get someone better. Yeah, I mean, what we are on the France Switzerland game. Don't get me wrong, he was the best player on the pitch by a yeah. mile. No, he was no, genuinely incredible. Oh, no, no, no. I'm sorry. No, Pogba, Pogba, was Pogba, 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 Granit Xhaka competed with Pogba in midfield. No, yeah. he did, but and Pogba better, no, was better. And I'm sorry, but, Pogba, was, Pogba, but, Pogba but, played more class. But the, the talent, the talent yeah, that no, Pogba no, has. But I've seen Granit Xhaka pinging it top right. A good goal doesn't mean no, he had a better no, game. No. Oh, but, could but, you but, see? But, no, Pogba did exactly what Granit Xhaka did the whole game, but he pinged it top no, right as well. No, Pogba has got N'Golo Kante with him doing the same shit. Granit Xhaka run the midfield by himself for yeah. No, he didn't. You can't, yes, he no, did. you can't just say that because he had... Granit Xhaka doesn't have N'Golo Kante alongside him. Oh, but N'Golo Kante didn't have the best game. He played all right. Like, no, he but, Kante. no, but the fact is with N'Golo Kante, Pogba literally doesn't have to track back. N'Golo Kante does the job. Pogba going forward. Th- mate, don't get me wrong. Pogba also was incredible in the game. He had a fucking great yeah, game yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Pogba. one... Pogba has way more talent than Granit Xhaka. Well, yeah, yeah. he does. Yeah. So you have to just give Granit Xhaka way the benefit of the doubt for that. And also, again, Pogba is surrounded by world-class players everywhere you look. Yeah. Granit Xhaka isn't necessarily... I mean, don't get me wrong, I think Switzerland are a good team and they have got a lot of talent. But it's not fucking together. France. Right, you know yeah. what I mean? France are the world champions. Oh, also, I remember the point I was going to say earlier. Did I, did I not tell you, right... 
he may not be directly linked, but I guarantee you there's something there. Karim Benzema in the France squad. France squad in turmoil. No, it is in turmoil. But Mbappe apparently has got an ego now. Well, you know, he always had an ego. There's handbags. Like, he was famous, haven't he? Yeah, he always had an ego. Mbappé. Yeah, but they won, they won the World Cup. No, he doesn't want to. No, they got to the Euro final. No, he doesn't want to um, resign at PSG. I mean, all no, these things. I think like a lot of these things have been blown up because of this game. Oh, France, but you can't. France, no, France, I, would, I would still argue France is a world class team. Well, no, yeah, it's the paper. best. It's the best international team on but paper. Me, but mentally, on paper. but mentally, they weren't there. But you're not playing on paper. You're playing as a squad, and yeah. that, no, that that France mm-hmm. squad. For me, watching them was clearly not in the right no, no, space. No, no. I would say for Switzerland deserves to win that game. Oh yeah, hundred percent. With the fight that they brought back, but well, yeah, also like, I mean like a lot France, of slagging France, France, France did, start, start of like second half for like the first twenty minutes, second half they were so good. Also no, yeah no, that's what I'm saying. From that penalty outside until of, they went three one up, they yeah. were like a different level. Yeah, but they, they were apart they were from the that they were they were. Poor. First half, France was a better team as well, but again, without really. Not, but Switzerland never looked too like yeah. shaken. But they, um, they look like um. Yeah, I mean by them. that penalty. If that penalty goes in as well, I reckon France don't do what they do. That penalty save was like massive in them having. Yeah, of course, that, that was, that was huge, a change um, in the resurgence. Resurgence, yeah. But um, resurgence. yeah, I mean, for me, just France didn't. They weren't the same team. They were they, never. They, was they weren't the same team as they were at the World Cup. It could be like a World Cup hangover. Yeah, yeah. like the team be. is very. We similar. have seen that. We've seen that with Germany. Well, no, there's like the not many thing, teams go on to win. Euros and World Cup from Spain. There's the there's so, the yeah, famous that, like, that team the, the World level. Cup curse in it. To be fair, it does it's not in the Euros, but like the team that wins the World Cup go out in groups in the next World Cup. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah, like, yeah, it is a thing. Though, but no, but the thing Cup, the thing with that is like you can't really look too much into that because generally when a team wins the World Cup, it's because they've got a squad of like 28 year olds who are all at like their peak yeah. performance. Yeah. So when it comes to the next World Cup, they've got a lot of old players yeah. in the team, so it's not the same. But yeah, yeah I, think, I, I mean, mean, at the end of the day, France never looked like that. But yeah. They didn't deserve to win the game. Away That's from the main France, thing. yeah. I mean, let's it's not like, take away from Switzerland. Wrong, it's a massive shot, but I mean, Switzerland deserve to win. They played well. the world the champions. They, Met I mean, obviously they went 1-0 up. They missed the penalty to go 2-0 up, which would have been absolutely dejecting for the team. Then, Obviously, France come and score three goals, go three one up. Do you think? I mean, personally, when I was watching that game, Switzerland missed the penalty. It was still one 0 Switzerland. I was thinking Switzerland are done here. France yeah. are winning this game. It goes three one. You're like, oh yeah, that's that. Absolutely, it done. Five minutes left, and then Switzerland come back and end up drawing three three. That yeah, takes character. It takes a lot of bodies, and it takes a lot of quality. And yeah, Switzerland were they were incredible yeah. and. Granit Xhaka, I mean, I have been slagging him off earlier, innit? Because he's not a good player. I still think that one game doesn't change you. But he was outstanding. 100%. Absolutely incredible. 100%. And, mate, fair play to Switzerland. Switzerland. And good luck to them in the next round. So then, obviously, we have the three lines. We probably won't go into them now. Because, just, for just one... All we need to say about that is it's coming home. We always it's coming home. home. For yeah. one, we know it's coming home. And two, the curry's on the way, so we're going to need to wrap up soon. And then, in our final game, we have Sweden versus Ukraine. Who called it? I fucking called it. Ukraine I called it. I mean, Sweden did get man sent off. They did get man sent off. No, no. I don't think that was a sending off either, personally. Mate. He broke mate, his leg. He fucking... No, it was he, he, he did break his leg. Have you seen the tackle in replay? It wasn't a tackle. 
Yeah, it was a fucking assault. No, no, it was, <laughs> it was, no, it was a clear. <laughs> and then he he breaks his leg. It's not his fault. But no, there's, a, there's a degree of... He breaks got his leg. leg. He didn't break it's his like leg. It's like the leg goes from It's dangerous. It was dangerous. No, it didn't break. He walked his off leg the went floppy. He walked off who's, the pitch. Whose leg went floppy? Fucking hell, you've been having too many beers, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I, 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 I was absolutely mad when watching this. No, Mate, I watched went, the next day. He went to clear it and the other player just happened to be there. Yeah, I know, but you've got to take... You've got, as an element, you've you've got, got to, to take care. Like, you can't just clear into but someone. No, so especially with he the... Didn't clear into and it all studs up. It was massively studs up. They basically healed him. No, I think that was definitely a red card. I, I can understand why people say it wasn't a red card. I just card. took my airplane mode off and got like 20 WhatsApp notifications. <laughs> Don't you say? Yeah. But no, it was. I think it was definitely a red card. Because he, he, he flew into it. I mean, not being funny, they were both running for the same ball. It's not like that guy ran into him like five minutes later. They were both running for the same ball. Granted, he did clear it, he got the ball. Bruh. But then his, his arm, Bruh. His, Bruh. Like, his boots were Bruh. still up. Brav, look at that picture. Look at where he's. Look at the connection. That makes, that makes it look work worse. Yeah, there, there is no making it look worse. His studs make connection think, with the geese's knee. It was at most yellow cards. No, it was, it was a red card. It's a red card. If you hit someone's knee with your studs, you're gone. That is dangerous. You deserve to go, and you deserve to get a longer than the free match ban. That is disgusting. Bit soft for my liking. But anyway, I think, judging I think by you, that performance from Ukraine, I don't think we got a massive amount to worry. No, no, listen, Ukraine, I think Ukraine have been good. They showed it against they Holland. No, they, against Holland, they got two goals in five minutes. I Realistically, think, they were mate, two, three I, goals. I think, they I think, used the momentum and got it. But I, I didn't think, think they got, played well enough. Well, they they were two, three goals. Did you, yeah. did you watch Holland game? Yeah. You did they play that well? It was. I watched the highlights. I also... The looks of it, Holland absolutely fucked them all game. No, but like... And against Austria, they they got turned over. Absolutely turned over. I watched that game. They got turned over against Austria. Ukraine have got a good... Like, they've got some good players. They've got Malinowski is young. They've got... He didn't even play against Sweden. They dropped him. They've got Yarmolenko who's been been good. If they drop in Malinowski... Zinchenko plays CDM for him, doesn't they? Well, kind of. It's he like, just kind of plays like five in the back. And it's, like, it's like what Alaba does for Austria. Basically, they play 5 4 1, and yeah. then that one also drops back. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's what against Sweden. No, the other thing as well is like Ukraine have got Shevchenko as their manager, and he's like a national hero. So yeah. like they all love him, they're all proper behind the team in Ukraine. But right. I mean, yeah, they, they've got after that um, Sweden game, they've got some injuries that, you know, so some of their starting players aren't playing, they've got suspensions as well. So yeah. it's not even a full strength Ukraine that we're going to be playing. I think if they yeah. played, so, they played so defensive against I mean, Sweden. I mean, man. And if they're playing like that against Sweden, they yeah. were very defensive against us, and they had nothing going forward. I they got Yarmolenko, so. but like you saw, Rice can Rice is also capable of dealing with wing wingers, and he knows Yarmolenko. They played in the same team. Yeah. So I don't think Yarmolenko is a massive can't issue. They, no, we can't. They've we got should. Zero we pace. should. They, like, yeah. They're going to do us if they. Their only chance of doing is the counter, and they've got zero pace in their team. Yeah, like yeah. their striker is like a six foot three, just target man, isn't he? Hundred percent. And not like target man Romelu Lukaku, like target man don't even know, like <laughs> some old bloke. Don't bring Pete Crouch. Pete Crouch, Barak Yilmaz. I think. Yeah, Yilmaz. That's kind of us analysing all the last sixteen for so this last little bit of this main section. What we're gonna do? Quick fire, boys. I'm gonna ask you. The quarterfinal results, you're going to tell me the score and who goes through. No debates, no nothing, off the top of your head. And so, that's all I want to hear. I don't want to hear any debates or anything like that. So, first game is Switzerland versus Spain, what do we think? I think it's going to be 1-1 and Spain win 3-1 on penalties. What do you think? (laughs) 
think Matudo Spain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got to give it to the point. Um, yeah, we did just watch the Spain game. Possibly. <laughs> Haven't seen Italy-Belgium though, promise. Alright, so Italy-Belgium, what do we think? I reckon 2-0 Italy. 2-1 Italy. Alright, and then we have... Is it Denmark? Denmark, Czech Republic. Oh, you Denmark- you on the same as me? Huh? You got on the same as me? I'm, I'm not betting. What are you talking about? Oh, you're not doing it? You're not... No, because we're quick fire. Oh, mate, get involved. Yeah, go on, Kim. Right. You're, right, you're... Fine. I think, fuck it, I think Spain versus Switzerland. I'm going to go same Charlie, 1-1-3-1. One, one, one. Good no shout. Shit. And then I'm going to go Italy, Belgium. I reckon 2-1 Belgium. And then... 2-1 oh, Belgium. 2-1 Belgium, Belgium to win. And then I'm thinking, who is it? Denmark, Denmark, Czech Republic. 3-1 Denmark, I reckon. 2-2, 2-2, and then Denmark win on pens. 2-0 Denmark 2-0 Denmark and then we have Ukraine Ukraine oh. versus oh, what's that England. team called? Ukraine uh. versus England <laughs> 3-0 bro 3-0 I'm going to 1-0 England 2-0 England and so there we go that's our semi-final predictions and now let's get into the main section hello ladies and gentlemen and we are back from our curry we are all feeling and rather full so, if there is one word answers... It was a beautiful curry, though. It was, it was. Ada Bromley, highly recommend if you're in the area. It's fucking quality, to be fair. It's great curry. Fucking hell, it's tough now, though. So, basically, we're getting on to the scenarios now. As I said, it's the manager's scenarios. And our team of the week, this week, is obviously the Swiss, who were able to conquer the powerhouse that was France. France so, we will be picking... Switzerland's team, all the players who played and were able to beat France in that penalty shootout. So, first one, we have the manager who lives off their career. In other words, a Frank Lampard, a Wayne Rooney kind of manager. Someone who was excellent in their club career, but when it came to managing, there's no source. That's what we say. To be fair... I don't think there's that many. Um, the one I reckon I'm going to go for is Shakiri. I was thinking Shakiri. Just as well. purely oh, because Shaqiri. I mean I would I would argue yeah he's not had the most fantastic like career like he's not like you know one of the best players in the world yeah. but just the teams he's played for you know Bayern Liverpool he's got he's got big name teams up there so um, yeah I do think you've got to go Shakiri Stoke as well let's not forget yeah. Stoke. I would kind of reckon. Someone like, unless you watch Premier League football, you probably don't know about him, and maybe watch Bundesliga. Fabian Shaw, he can be a very good player on his day, and he's a centre-back, which you would usually think would get, make a good manager. But the geezer, he played for Newcastle, mate. Yeah, word. But it's he did like score a, bangers. I, feel like Shakira, like a, I can't imagine Shakira would be too great with the tactics as well. Because he's mate, got an amazing left foot. He wouldn't be able to see all the players, he'd just be watching their feet. Yeah, I reckon Shakira's one of them players who has got a good career, but not a great managerial career. I mean, you yeah, look but at that's his the, CV. The, the, the li- like, thing we're picking for is the manager who has only got a manager role because of his career. Yeah, and then you'll probably go Shakira. You could see yeah. him ending up at somewhere like Basel where he started. Yeah. He was a legend at yeah. Basel, and then I could see him doing, yeah. doing a little, a minor, little couple of years at Stoke. Yeah, a little couple of years. Who knows? He might even Stoke. might even get a shock Liverpool job. Yeah, I know. I mean, that would that be would serious. be a huge shock. That would be a very big shock. Mate, listen. Before Jurgen Klopp, <coughs> Liverpool were in bits. They were hiring Kenny oh, Dalglish over a couple of exactly. seasons. Roy, Roy Hodgson, when he was like, yeah, come he from Fulham to Liverpool. Yeah, he was. Yeah, was it To be fair, he did end up managing England. And he also did manage. 
Fulham to Europa League final. Yeah, that he was, was a pretty good manager, but he wasn't like a Liverpool manager. He wasn't, you know what I mean? Yeah, no, he's, he, a, he's a very he, come, he comes up later in this section. So there we go. We have Shakiri as gets the job for just being a good player. And then we have the passionate one. This is the one screaming on the touchline, crying in interviews and sitting up all night thinking about the tactics. An example for this, maybe Jurgen Klopp you might think of. Um, who else? Unai Emery probably. But then, so who are we saying is the passionate one? Diego Simeone. Simeone. Yeah. Diego Simeone is another one. I, the first person I draw my eyes to is Xhaka. It's just because he's always, he's always got his heart on his sleeve. Even if he's playing shit, he's got his heart on his sleeve. And did you see for the goal when they won it on penalties? He didn't run and celebrate yeah, with the he whole team. The he ran and celebrated with the manager. Bit parched, yeah. but like it My really showed to see Jaka went up so high. To be fair, it not dep- just with like performance, but for me, I think it, it depends what we mean by passionate. Like we just used the comparison of Jurgen Klopp, and I couldn't see Jaka being a Jurgen Klopp s manager. I could see Shaka being like Gattuso or yeah. the Canio, like just losing his head. Yeah. Like he does love it and he is proper passionate, but I could see him getting sent to the stands quite a bit, boys. Yeah, like, too passionate. I think like a Kanji, Elvedi, maybe they're quite, um, you know, centre backs. Centre backs always yeah, passionate, yeah. aren't they? I mean, you've got to be pretty passionate if you're a centre back. I would say um, <laughs> that curry is dummy. Rodriguez, I reckon you kind of left back, bobbing up and down. I'm willing to go Xhaka Xhaka's passionate Summer's pretty clear headed mate. he might be too passionate at some points but I think Xhaka and then we have the route one footballer so now this is a proper Brexit kind of football lump out the field get it to the centre forward hope something happens we're talking Daichi. We're talking. We're talking Sam Allardyce. That's a big Sam. Big Sam. A different type of route one, but I'm thinking Mbolo because he just fucking gets the ball and runs at people. You see, I was looking at his strike partner and I was thinking Sarovic. I was. But he he did he did have a fucking class game against France. Did he score two headers? Yeah, he did. He literally route one. Yeah, but I also I feel like route one's just more suited to centre half though. Centre half's a lovely route one. Elvedi, bro. Right. I mean, actually, he plays for Milan Gabbat. Elvedi's a defender. Yeah, I said centre half. <laughs> oh, Alright, should we go centre half? Send along Severovich then, because he, he's got yeah. a good head on I'll him. I'll go Severovich. Tall lad, big, big headers. Severovich. This is a shambles of a scenario, this. Alright, we have wasted such good scenarios. Alright, survival specialist. So, this is someone. This is. Like a Pulis. A Kanji. You, you fucking break. Okay. Next time, Kanji survival mate, centre off. Yeah, they know what they're doing. They know how to keep a clean sheet. I think. I think. um, I didn't get a red card. What about what about um, Mohamedi? Mohamedi. Mohamed. Is he playing at centre back? No, but he played. Fuck's sake! How have I managed that? He played for Wolfsburg, who were like struggling for quite a few seasons. Oh, Mohamedi. Yes. Oh right. Oh, Why would it be here? He's like a winger. Yeah, I know, but he's been surviving at the bottom of the Bundesliga for quite a while, ain't he? Oh mate, if you're gonna go with that, then you gotta no, go no, like Shaw. Shaw at Newcastle, mate, learning off Big Brucey. Yeah, and he was at Hoffenheim as well. Who what about Gavanovic? 
You don't even know that is Bartley. I like his name. <laughs> oh. I reckon a Kanji or Shaw. To be fair, I'm here for Shaw. Shaw. I'm here for Shaw. Yeah. Newcastle knows what he's doing down the bottom. <laughs> yeah, let's see. Alright. Alright. Right. The twos. Alright, and then we have the go. We have the best manager. <laughs> we have someone like Alex Ferguson, Mikel Arteta, Pep Guardiola, legends of the game. Johnny Jackson. Johnny Jackson. Yeah, he's not even a Ready yeah, will be. He would be the best. Um, Jan Sommer. Jan Sommer. Jan Sommer. Done. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Thank I love Jan Sommer. What a I'm man. Joking. What a man. I think no, Brick Wall. I reckon. Yeah. I reckon he knows his stuff as well. I like, he seems pretty. Le- 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 I can really can't speak. He seems pretty level-headed. He's quite cool-headed. Goalkeepers as well normally make half decent yeah, managers. Yeah. Nuno yeah. Espirito Santo. Anyway, boys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you for listening to our episode. Obviously, we have the ultimate game tomorrow against Ukraine where we are obviously going to win and even though this podcast comes after it you'll be able to hear our accurate score predictions and basically hold us up as gods really is what we're saying so by the time of our next episode we may need to bring out an episode early before the final potentially looking at our schedules but we might potentially have to do that maybe but I think I'm in Leeds at the end of the day <laughs> it's durable it's durable we're going to need to sort something out but at yeah. the end of the day the main thing that you have to take from our podcast is it's coming home it's coming home yeah, it's, it's coming, coming home. home anyway ladies and gentlemen we'll see you later and have a good rest of the week and it's coming home come on lads oh.